Hi everyone, this is Calf and welcome back to Calf Chats. Wow, I'm so happy to be back. This is so much fun for me. I love chatting with people. Tonight, we're going to be chatting with one of my favorite people of all time and my role model, the funniest man I know, just the best, the coolest person ever, my dad, Mike Caffarelli. I'm so excited about tonight. We're going to kind of make it a smorgenborgen or whatever that word is of topics (laughs) and we're just kind of gonna dive in I just chose the topics like 10 minutes ago Uh, lots of stories are gonna be shared lots of funny moments so please stay tuned Um, also a lot of shout outs to some people from Grantsville so I hope you all can listen in um, and laugh your head off because it's gonna be a good one this is gonna be awesome okay I have no idea what's gonna happen yeah so go ahead Okay. Okay, we're going to start off with... Are you ready? Yeah. Sports. Ready, go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, sports in general, or, like, let's talk about the Embiid Carl Anthony Towns fight tonight. So, first okay. of all, why can't basketball players throw a punch? I mean, <laughs> Like, honestly, other than the guy from Indiana when he went into the crowd and pummeled that fan, I, I haven't hardly ever seen a basketball player land a shot. That's true. Okay. What I can is, agree with that. It's like, do they, do you really want to throw a punch or do you want to just roll around <laughs> on the ground and get sweaty with each other? That's wrestling. That's not basketball. Right? Yeah. No, I agree. I Yeah. I mean, I watched that fight. I really did, actually. Yeah. And – it didn't even look like anything was really like going on. I don't know. Yeah, I was confused. Blocked, and then, and then uh, uh, the guy from Philadelphia chokes out Cat. I mean, oh, yeah. Simmons and stuff. So I don't know. So you know, first of all, basketball players, you got to learn to throw a punch. If you're going to throw down, you got to at least make some connection, and then and then don't close your eyes every time you throw. You're going to get hit, maybe. So just stand in there and take it. So yeah, they're wimps, fighting, I think. Speaking of fighting, there was a time when our point guard got chucked out of a game for an aggressive move. Okay. And, and um, this point guard, she happened to be related to me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she, she took out a girl from Intermountain Christian and she threw <laughs> a pretty good punch put her up you know and okay. got chucked out of the ball game <laughs> so, i so wonder who that was honestly i know that my kid knows how to throw a punch <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing okay my kid was really nervous about how i'd react right so i reacted pretty good i thought Did, didn't you think so yeah i thought Honestly, honestly, you, I feel like you were like proud of me in a weird way. (laughs) I kind of was. I mean, there's nothing, that's when we were just starting the program and we were looking for some toughness and, and okay. In my defense though, the reason that I did that, okay, everybody listening is I thought we were losing to this team and they sucked so bad. And so I was getting fired up. This girl kept fouling me. The ref didn't call it. So I was like, okay, if you're not going to call any fouls, like, I will literally attack you. <laughs> so Megan did attack her. She took her out. So <laughs> but we, were, we were winning by 20, just so everybody knows. We were killing yeah. 
Yeah, later on, I learned that we won by like 30. I was yeah. like, what? Mechon had the scores flipped. So, be funny. <laughs> uh, so, sports, sports in general, you know, this is the best time of year. You got football, you got basketball, you got the World Series game seven tonight. You, mm-hmm. um, you got hockey going. I mean, everything's, everything's rolling. So, if you're a sports fan you're in hog heaven you know we're getting ready for our basketball season looking forward to that we should be really good coach vera again has done a great job getting everybody ready to go and um we're we're pretty excited so um you know if you're a sports fan right now man you're geeking out like i am i mean i just you know i i actually i'll actually take a potty break just so i can go watch espn and the potty oh my god so, you guys need to watch it. Why aren't you guys watching it? Well, we don't. We can't watch stuff at work on ESPN. They, oh. Stuff, so I just take a little, you know, fifteen-minute break in the condo, as I like to call it. <laughs> and, and there I am, just on my app, just 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 reading some articles. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, I know. I know. Here's the problem with that: is sometimes the left leg falls asleep. Right. On the toilet, Dad? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't stand it. You gotta sit down. And so, like, sometimes the left leg will get numb, and then I'm just like, "Oh man, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to drag my leg all the way back to my office. I'm gonna have to walk around a little, get the blood flow going." So, oh my gosh, that's only negative. Yeah, it's only negative. So, if that was too much for anybody, um, sorry. Just, <laughs> Nothing's nothing's ever too much. You're always you're free to say whatever you want on CapChat, okay? Okay. All right, good. Uh, Wait, who are were you watching the World Series tonight cuz No, we we're, we're watching um a, a new thing on Prime. I can't remember the name of it, a new uh series stuff. Oh. I haven't uh, who's winning? I don't know. I don't know. I I heard it was zero zero going into like the second inning. That's the last I heard. I know it's been like an hour since it started or something. Okay. But I was at work. Yeah, I haven't even checked it out. That's I, 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 trust me. I've been Jones and to look, but you know how Mom and Jake are with the TV. True, true. I don't get, I don't get much. So who do you pick? Who do you pick then? The Astros or the Nationals? Well, the Astros won 107 games this year. I mean, they are a great team. But Washington is just gritty, man. I mean, they just they just are a gritty team and just find a way to win. I mean, yesterday was their fourth win on on a final game that would have kicked them out of the playoffs. I mean, that's that's incredible. They're just they're just gritty. So I don't know. I think if it really is going to come down to pitching and whose bats get going, you know, both of them are great. But Houston, Houston's such a good, solid team from top to bottom. You just, you just never know. So, and, and Houston's got that that young kid, that Soto kid, man. That guy can hit the ball. He's an awesome player. So it's been, yeah. good. it's been a good World Series. I know it's, it's been, it's been interesting because both teams haven't won at home. Home, yeah. Yeah, they've lost, which I think that's so interesting. I'm like, dude, normally that's like home home court advantage, like yeah, home home field. Home field. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. So sorry, no, it's not. <laughs> it's okay. So, but I'm with oh, you. No. I'm following you. I'm 
You got me. You got me. I got you. All right. I got you. All right. Anything so, else with sports related you want to talk about? Um, just uh, do you want to share the story about when you took a charge or, or when uh, I took a charge? Or do you want me to? I mean, that's really the, the, the classic, probably why that is the classic. people want to listen in. So sure. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna tell right here. So we were we were having a hard time. So for all of you that don't know, I I coach girls basketball with Coach Megan Vera and Coach Andrew Vera, and we've been coaching together for seven years. And we were we were I think in our third year. So it was your junior year, right? Yeah. It was, no, wait. Was it your junior think, year? Or your sophomore year? I think I thought it was was. I think it was your junior because yeah because I think. Well, what year was Paige a freshman? Because that's when it was. Was it your okay, senior it was, year? Yeah, it was my junior year then. Because yeah, yeah that's was... Okay, so we were having a hard time <laughs> with our players taking a charge, and so we were, we had these drills that we were doing, and then. Well, basically, basically, like taking a charge for those you don't know, is like when somebody is dribbling at when you're playing defense, yeah. and somebody is dribbling at you and going up to the basket. What you can do is instead of like foul them you can plant your feet and like get low and like let them knock you over and that's called a charge that's an offensive foul on them let let them run you over so (laughs) Callie Hammond as I recall said coach calf why don't you show us how to take a charge (laughs) because we were doing it all of us were going through and we're all laughing and knocking each other over yeah and I said oh okay so Megan being a good daughter said, okay, I'll, I'll do it, dad. And so she comes flying in and I just didn't move. I just gave her my belly <laughs> and Megan went flying about 12 feet in the air <laughs> straight up. And it was like slow motion. Like I just saw Megan's face like, Oh no. And then she hit the ground super hard <laughs> and everybody just started laughing. Except, Everyone lost it. Except for, Megan, she was pissed at that. I was so pissed off, you guys. Yeah, because mad. I trusted him. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Dad. You're not a very small guy, okay? Um, so I was like, all right, this is going to be funny. Like, I'm going to knock over my dad, and this is going to be so hilarious. But no, <laughs> my dad sticks out his gut, and I. Yeah. so awkward and but it was now looking back i'm like okay that was probably funny i just wish i could see the replay like i don't even know what i looked like megan i got you oh you're still there yeah yeah that was weird it was like it was breaking up or something oh weird so um so anyway it was pretty funny so i had to get the wrath of my wife paula for three or two more years i mean it was she just <laughs> she was so mad at me and megan was mad at me but then now we kind of laugh about it so i was i was only mad the night of yeah. after yeah. that i laughed because everyone on the team like to this day that's like one of the funniest memories of basketball yeah so those of you that don't know also we we took a program that had struggled and we're, we build it up now, and we're doing really well. But Megan's junior year was our first year to make the playoffs in like seven years, and we're all excited, and we're going no, down. No, it was sophomore year. 
was it sophomore year that we played down at St. George? Yeah, that was sophomore year. Okay. Is that when you cut your eye wide open? Yeah. <laughs> so, Megan. Can uh, I tell that story? Yeah, go ahead. She's pretty excited, and I'll let you kind of tell everybody. Okay. So, once again, Callie Hammond, shout out to you. She's been with me through all these funny moments. We were so pumped that we're going to state for the first time in, like, I don't even know how long. Like, three or four years. Seven. Seven? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways. And so, we were going to state, and we're running around the school, and I had my lanyard with my keys. And I was swinging them around, and I was yelling, we're going to state! We're going to state! And we're walking through the gym doors, and there's, like, a metal bar in between, like, a metal... What is that called? Frame. Like the frame of the door. And I'm swinging my keys and the key, all, all of a sudden I look and the key's coming straight at my face. So I quickly move my head to the side and I smack it against the frame of the door. Okay. And I was like, whoa, that hurts so bad. Callie's laughing at me. We're just laughing. I was like, I'm an idiot. Ha ha ha. So then all of a sudden Callie's face turns like white. She's like, oh my gosh, Megan, like you're sliced open. And I'm like, what i go into the bathroom and there's a giant gash right above my eyebrow <laughs> and i straight up just like passed out in the Callie's arms like oh no i went to the bathroom and i was like Callie, i don't feel very well Callie's like megan just go to the bathroom and then we'll get you sitting down so i'm trying to go to the bathroom i like lay down and i like pass out because i can't handle blood had you in the gym laying down. And, oh, I get a text from Coach Vera. Hey, don't be mad, but Megan cut her head open on this door to the gym. I'm like, what? <laughs> so on the way out of town, we had to stop at Instacare and get a super glued. Oh, so it was ugly, you guys. I looked, I was like a glue face. It looked so bad. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. All right, what else you got? Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about social media. What are your thoughts on social media? Yuck. (laughs) So, first of all, social media, um, it's, like, honestly, like, think about, like, what you're saying. Like, it's social media. So, like, do you believe media right now? No. So, like, it's just, it's toxic. Like, and kids, especially those of you in your, probably your age and down, mm-hmm. are so tied to social media. Now, I have an Instagram account. I don't know why, but I don't have anything else. Um, and and I, just, I just got off of it just because it became just so toxic. And really what I did is I tracked how much time I was spending on social media and I was just like, gosh, I could be doing something so much more productive. Mm-hmm. But like, like there's just people, people aren't themselves on social media. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I think yeah. the only guy that is probably himself on social media is the real Donald Trump on Twitter. <laughs> He's probably face to face. So I don't know. I just think that your generation and down, it's just, it creates so much anxiety and it creates a false sense of like reality um, because you're just seeing the best of a person's life. Like they get to post whatever they want. You know, it's not like it's a virtual camera following them all around and they, they see, you know, like what their boyfriend broke up with them and 
uh, they got in a car wreck and all that stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you just see the good times and, and Instagram is fun because you get, I like it because you get to save the photos and and all those kind of things. And it's just nice to go back and look, look back and stuff. And, but I try to really limit my amount of time on social media now. It's just, it's, it's really toxic now. You do you feel like it. you have, like, ever since you've been tracking your time on social media, do you feel like you have more time? Like, have you been more productive or do you feel like it's harder? Absolutely. No, no. I, and I don't even have any desire to get Facebook or get back on Twitter and, you know, all, all the stuff that I used to do. I, I have my my phone it is set at one hour on Instagram and once I use 60 minutes for the day, I don't get on it anymore. So I just, it's just not important anymore. Yeah. The message really is, is, you know, what, like in social media, you have to realize that it's just a forum for, for the best of people and, and which is okay. It's okay to share great times, but you also have to connect with people face to face and on the phone and do those things to really, really be able to, you know, be a part or a productive part of society. So yeah, yeah, it's weird for me because I like, I totally agree with all those things. It's just weird because I'll like delete it for a little while and I'll like, like not spend as much time on it and I'll almost feel like a part of me is like missing and that like people don't remember who I am because I don't have it you know and like that's sad like I don't like feeling like I I can't connect with people because I don't have like Instagram or I don't have social media you know and so I think it's hard but I think like it's worth it to limit time even though a lot of pressure is like oh you got to be on social media to know what's going on and you got to like the times that I haven't been on social media like yeah I don't know as much that's going on but like honestly at that point I don't really care I'm just like with my real friends you know exactly and you're having real conversations and you're laughing your guts out you're you're crying with them and laughing with them and you know everybody's making connections where on social media there's really no connection it's just you I have a saying on my Instagram is you perceive what you're seeing at, what you're looking at on how you're feeling right then and there. So it's really just your perception that's driving social media. It's not, it's not even the people posting it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you perceive things. You don't, we don't perceive them as they really are. We perceive them as we are, if that makes sense. So, yeah. You know, so that's that's why I don't like it is because it's like it's not it's just not real. It's just it's a fake reality, and you know, it's people struggle and and people have great lives. You know, I have a great life. Um, you know, I I still have struggles, and I have an incredible family and job, and blessed, and but I still have struggles. And you know, sometimes I wish that I could post the struggles, but then it's like, do you want to open that up to everybody and? And then, then you have the people who can crit- that criticize everybody, no matter what it is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they, they just can't feel good about anybody. And, you know, those people you want to just find and take out to the desert and bury them in a hole and just say, good luck. Do you feel like, do you feel like social media could be 
positive and how would you make it a positive thing? I think like, um, like when you're like, I'll just say this, like your friend, um, I told you this the other day, like Jocelyn's post on Instagram. I think when you post those kind of things about um, overcoming a trial and, and having an impact, you know, doing things that are making you better, I think other people connected with that and say, gosh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. We run into problems when we're just so focused on what are people doing or what are people wearing or how, why is it so so like my photo? You know, when you become like really obsessive with that stuff. But I think when you are sharing things that will enhance not just your feeling about yourself, but also may help somebody else. I think that's right. It's really, it, it can be really positive. That's why, you know, I, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know, they've, they use social media in a positive way. And so it's really about love and trying to sh- spread those type of things. And, and it's not really the thing that I like about the way that the church uses that is it's not just so focused on our church. It's just, it's focused on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if you're a Christian, then, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to find something out of, out of that and, and, and enjoy, you know, some of those posts. So I definitely think there's good things, you know, and that's really why I stick around. I, I use it to follow sports and, and I, I try to follow a lot of positive people that post a lot of positive things, but there's definitely some stuff to it. So. Yeah, I totally agree. That's cool. Thanks yeah. dad for sharing that. You're welcome. Okay. So the last the last topic that I want to talk about, kind of like reminiscing. I just want to like kind of share like funny stories from like, I don't know, maybe experiences as you you had as like a child or like experiences that you had like when me and Jake were kids, like funny moments, you know, just like funny memories. Like what's your, right. some of your favorite, I guess. Okay, so uh, growing up, my my brothers and I, well, not my oldest brother, he was too cool for us, but <laughs> the one right above me, we, we used to try to, like, make bombs out of black powder and nails and stuff. <laughs> and I just I look, look back at that, and I think, what in the crap were we thinking? Like, and, and one, time, one time one went off, and it, like, shot nails through this, we, were, we had a big corn we had a b- big bunch of rows of corn at our house and it seriously shredded every piece of corn that was standing. And oh my gosh. We were just like, uh, and my dad was so mad. It was crazy. <laughs> and then one time we, we used to sleep out. I don't know if many people do that anymore, but we'd sleep out. And then, you know, our sleeping out though, we would, we would do a lot of, I wouldn't say bad things. Like we would, Back when I was growing up, we used to be able to pop open the hood of a car and we'd steal batteries, and then we'd go sell them the next day for like four or five bucks and stuff. So we, you know, we'd have a big wheelbarrow. We'd go around and hit the apartment complex, and come come home at one, two in the morning with a bunch of batteries, and oh and uh, and then one time we broke into these kids like their their hut or whatever, and they had this huge candle. I mean, it was it had to be like two feet tall, and we said we're gonna we're not going to sleep until the the eternal flame is what we called it is completely burned out and 
it was so we're like cooking we're making toast on this thing we got you know we, my dad was a, in sheet metal so we had like this we made this like sheet metal oven where we're making banana sandwiches what? Here, here's the worst part so we none of us can stay up my dad comes out and there's dried wax all over his grass oh. so we end up killing a huge portion of our of our grass and oh my gosh my dad was so mad so mad i mean it was it was crazy but i used to oh. do crazy things like um when my dad had a, a ruger and we had a big shed out and back and so my brother and i would come home and we, off our porch we'd we'd empty a clip into the shed and then we'd go see what we hit and so there's all these bullet holes in the shed oh. and it was it was nuts like i don't even know what we were thinking so <laughs> good memory too. i'm thankful that you two were were not like that but i know I, mine and jake's the only like great well me and jake i don't even really remember we did like funny things but like the one thing that i remember that's like funny but like was kind of nuts is one time we were all hanging out with the landons and uh, jake had like ticked kelby off somehow i don't remember how and so Kelby was chasing him all around the house, and we were all laughing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we hear this big thud, like huge thud. And Kelby's like, "What the?" Jake starts. Jake like bursts into tears, and Jake had jumped from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs. Like he he literally just jumped. <laughs> Kelby. Yeah, to get away from Kelby, and he said that he like slammed on his heels. <laughs> oh. So he thought he broke a leg or something. Yeah, he was like, ah! Kelby's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. You guys were great kids. We always had a great time. I mean, you guys, we just would laugh. And I mean, I one of the funny things I remember is I'd shut the mute, I'd mute the TV and then I'd sit and make up words for the commercial the whole time. Oh, yeah. Laugh, laugh. It was, it was. We we had a good time, and I feel like we would just laugh at you, Dad. Like, remember when we would always, you would always say pudding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it always matched, which was always amazing. So yeah, I don't, I know. I don't want, it had nothing to do with the commercial, but you know, you like pudding. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was. Okay. I have a request too of one of your stories to tell. Yeah. Is the typewriter story. Okay, so <laughs> I was in high school and I have an older brother at the time that was a really antagonistic. <laughs> and we were downstairs and we had a dartboard and I was typing a paper and all of a sudden he, he throws a dart at me and it sticks right in my shoulder. <laughs> And I'm just like, what in the heck? And I just kept typing, like, no big deal. I just left the dart in there. And he's, like, looking at me like, okay, what's going on? So then he takes a couple steps closer, and I jump up and drill him with the typewriter. <laughs> dart out, and I jam it in his thigh. And I'm just like, and oh, my gosh. And then I just picked the typewriter up, fixed my paper, just started typing again. <laughs> so my mom and dad come downstairs. 
we didn't we played it off we we're like no no big deal like nothing happened you know but it was just it was just one of those deals like that's that's kind of how we were i didn't really fight like those my two oldest brothers did i mean those two were psychos <laughs> would take everything that was breakable off the walls and, and hide it during the summertime i mean we went to the cheapest doors uh, i mean we we destroyed their home for years during the summertime because those two when i talk about fighting i'm talking like pulling out knives and chasing each other around the house and, oh my and, and shotguns uh, I mean, I can tell shovels oh my my, my oldest brother ray is his name he, he is probably the toughest dude um that i've ever met he, you know he reminds me of our dad and he just uh, he just never backed down from a fight and he was, I don't know how many fights he ever lost, to be honest with you. I mean, he, he just could pummel people. and He was he was just a tough, tough, wiry dude. So yeah. one time I got beat up, I got jumped by these kids, and they ended up spitting in my mouth. And, and they were much older than me, but my brother Ray hunted them both down and spit, held them down and spit both their mouths and beat them oh. And he's there like he's like how do you like that and so that's how he was he was just one of those dudes, just tough tough as nails you know i just <laughs> love the typewriter story because i <laughs> i just laughed that you just like hit him with the typewriter picks up the typewriter just keeps writing your paper i'm like what oh yeah that basement had a lot of fun memories. I got, I almost got shocked to death down there. I grabbed the back of our our freezer and then I grabbed our TV antenna. Oh. Seriously, like I couldn't break loose. And, and thankful for my sister, she like tackled me and was able to get me off. <laughs> I was going. I mean, I was I was going down. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" I still remember to this day. Like I could feel it like going through my body, and I was like, "I can't let go." You know, just like. <laughs> So it was, it was <laughs> the hell we put my mom and dad through. I just am like, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, for real. It's <laughs> funny though now looking back. It's like funny. Stuff. It was totally different time. I mean, everybody's got stories like this. I mean, now you couldn't do half the stuff we do. You end up being in detention. And, you know, I mean, mom and parents would get arrested. And, you know, it's just it's just the way it was. I mean, it was, it was just a lot funner. Yeah. and it was a lot safer to do things and those kind of things. So and I'm just, I travel a lot. Just the final story I'll leave you is really one that the reason I'm bringing it up is a buddy called me today because it happened to him. But so I was, I was traveling in Kansas city. We were setting up an account and I was headed to the airport and the Kansas city airport's kind of like a, a half oval and then it, it kind of like, it's like figure eight bubbles and the bathrooms aren't very well marked. And so I'm on the phone with our sales guy telling him how the meeting went. I mean, I have to go to the restroom. I mean, I'm just like, you know, I got, I got walleye disease, man. I mean, I'm, I, I cannot see anything because, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm beating feet to get in. And I see this guy walk out of it. What I thought was, the bathroom well he it was down a ways but he was he was one door down and so i walk in the door that i thought was his and go and 
get in the stall and I'm still talking to Jeff and literally all of a sudden a flood of women come pouring into this, this bathroom oh, no. and I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm like, uh, Hey, uh, Jeff, I gotta go. And he's like, what? And I just hung up the phone because I was just like, I'm going to get busted. Oh, so no. just landed. All these women are in there going to the bathroom. I'm just praying that nobody sees me. I got my, I mean, I'm just like, oh no, I got my feet tucked back as far as I could. I'm just sitting there going on. So finally, I'm just like, well, if I'm going to get arrested, I'm just, I'm going to finish my business. Uh, I mean, I might as well just. <laughs> finish it, wrap it up. So they all start clearing out, and I'm thinking, okay, here we go. I got a chance. And I'm wrapping it up, and all of a sudden I kind of look out of the crack, and there's a a woman changing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, worst possible scenario, worst case scenario. I'm just like, this is great. And so I sit back down, and this time I'm I'm fully dressed, and I'm just sitting there going, okay, what am I going to do? I hear her walking right towards me. And thank heaven she walks in the stall next to me and she closes the door and I just bolt out the bathroom. I mean, I was like, gone. I come running out and there's these two ladies standing there and they start laughing and they're like, we thought it was a guy on the phone when we were in there. And I was just like, uh, I'm not a pervert, you know, and they're just, they were here laughing i'm like i'm really sorry and they're just like no we we thought it was like either the most butch woman or it had to be a guy and she's like i said it was a guy she said it was a butch woman so she owes me 10 bucks and i'm just sitting there i was so embarrassed so i called jeff back and i'm just like hey um you know he's like what happened and i'm like well i went in the wrong bathroom these women that were waiting for me are on the flight from kansas city to salt lake and they're sitting right in front of me, and they razzed me the whole flight. <laughs> they were just like, "Hey, we're going to go use the restroom. Do you want to go after us?" I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was unbearable. Well, the next day when I get to work, my whole entire office is decorated in pink toilet paper oh. and a seat that says "Women Only," Ooh. and I'm just, and everybody's laughing. And so but it happened to a buddy of mine today. He called me. He's like, yeah, you remember your Kansas City story? And I was just like, yeah, what happened? I was like, don't tell me. He's like, yep, yep. Oh. I was in. He was actually used to He's like almost identical. He's like, except I didn't end up going to the bathroom because I was like, man, that's, I didn't see any urinals. So he's like, I poked my head out and there wasn't any. And I bowled it out. And he's like, and there's a lady waiting there. And he's just like, ah, I'm sorry. She, she was just laughing. And I was just like, oh, dude. <laughs> but I've had a lot of fun experiences. I met some cool people. Met Jesse Jackson. You know, uh, met some some nice people. I, I met uh, Amberly Schneider the other night at the you guys know who she is, but she's pretty cool. And then uh, Joe DiMaggio and Palm Springs, and just some some pretty cool, you know, people. I've seen a lot of famous people and stuff, and then just had some experiences where you're just like, what in the heck, you know? What's happening to me? It's, it's uh, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't go down any other way. So, but yeah. it's it's been good. So. Yeah. I love hearing your stories, Dad. I I could listen to that all night, honestly. That's so funny. 
<laughs> do you got anything else for me you want to talk about um i think we're good honestly like that was perfect <laughs> okay all right well i love you you're doing awesome so thanks anything else you got to say um no just just remember that uh hard work really does pay off and you know, life is meant to be enjoyed, and, and everybody's going to struggle. Uh, everybody's going to have difficult times, but you still have to find that silver lining and try to try to enjoy it. You know, I think about grandpa and grandma, and you know, they always tried to find the positive until the very end. You know, and um, mm-hmm. and you know, they they lived a great life. You know, ninety one years old. And, I'm 86 years old or 85 years old and, and it's um it's just something that i think you know everybody needs to think about and and just be thankful for and just uh, you know make sure that you're always giving thanks and life is good so enjoy it thanks dad you're the best thanks for coming on today you're welcome okay. love you love you too talk to you later A big thank you once again to my awesome dad. That was so, so, so much fun. Could have talked for hours. Forgot I was even recording. I felt like I was just chatting on the phone with my dad. That was so much fun. Um, So thanks, dad. Really appreciate it. And thank you all um, for listening. Seriously, like the support. I'm just grateful. All you pals out there that are hanging in um this is seriously it's just been so much fun i'm just so glad that like i could do this i don't know it's just it's been great so continue to listen in so excited for the coming episodes um so many good people that i'm gonna get on here so thanks again guys have a good night woohoo